0: this podcast is proud to be part of the talk sport fan network talk sport powered by fans
1: hey it's ryan reynolds and i'm here with keith co-star of my upcoming film If. if only in theaters may 17th Do you want to tell people the big news
2: And you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
0: After a very professional performance against struggling Millwall on Wednesday, Kieran McKenna, Town are on the road, once again looking to go again at Swansea. Join us as we preview Saturday's game here on the Blue Monday podcast. Hello and thank you for joining us here at the Blue Monday podcast discussing the sound up or down since 2015. I'm Rich Woodward and welcome to the pre-match show in partnership with our friends at the Greyhound Pub in Ipswich. Joining me as always to give his learned eye. Can you have a learned eye? Yeah, why not? The inside track, another cliche similar to that on Towns Weekend opponents, Seb Brown, my Northwestern friend, Borodar Pemblui-Happis. How are you, mate?
1: Very good. I, I thought
0: you might do the whole
1: intro in Welsh. I'm a little bit disappointed you haven't spent the last. I
0: exhausted my Welsh with that preparing.
1: Uh, no, I'm good. Thank you, mate. Still buzzing off last night. Have you left that seat in the last twenty two hours, or did you just shut down no. and sit there waiting to go live tonight?
0: I mean, you joke, but this is where I work as well. I work from home, and so basically, I've been stood in this spot for about twenty four hours straight now. So. Fine, bring it on you know um and yeah well should we, uh, let's say hello to the chat and then we'll get your thoughts on the Millwall game um yeah reasons to be optimistic definitely ahead of the weekend as well so obviously we're here to talk about Swansea get us your thoughts on that but we're we're happy to have your thoughts on uh, Millwall we're happy to have your thoughts on 100 league games in charge for Kieran McKenna Um, and anything else Ipswich Town related. But let's see um, who we've got. We've got Jason here. Um, He's happy that Burgess is back. Certainly gives us the balance. Uh, Michael's here. Uh, Very wet Brisbane. The boys are working very hard. Give them a thumbs up, please. God bless you, Michael, for doing our PR for you. Thank you that. Yeah, do give us a thumbs up. Let us know you are there. Evening to Rob. And also a lot of love for Burgess. Uh, Gives us a nice balance um, and seems to allow Leaf more freedom. Yeah, a lot of uh, love for the left hand side romeo got a feeling the swans will make themselves a bit harder to beat after the leads debacle we'll definitely talk to that in a bit uh, muleteer are we going to win saturday uh we hope so the predictions uh we'll get to that also later on and i think there's general air of positivity in the predictions too uh neil uh, wouldn't it be lovely to get max points from the next two games why not max points for the rest of the season neil but yeah let's um Take every game as it comes um, and see where we are before next Saturday. Yeah, it's it's uh, said with all these games kind of coming up, you know where you stand quite soon, won't you? Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday. And as we keep talking about, the fixture list is a lot friendlier than it has been of late.
1: Yeah, it's relentless at the moment, isn't it? What did we ever last year? Did we ever define what the running was? Is that 10 games to go is the running?
0: I we definitely did a live show. It might have been actually a pre match show. And I said the run in begins now. So I need to figure out what show that was. It might have been like Derby, maybe. I'm not sure. Um, I mean, after,
1: obviously, after this this time, well, after Birmingham next Saturday, it's going to be what, 12 games to go, I think. So we're getting very close to run in kind of territory. I think well, yeah we'll say ten is the official run in. So we're in the business end of the season, aren't we? So, <laughs> business end of the season. Yeah, yeah, they come thick and fast. The Rotherham and rearranged game obviously is, is imminent. And then um and then yeah international break coming back in March. But yeah, pretty soon we're gonna we're gonna if we can put a decent run of form together, we will certainly get ourselves right back into it.
0: Yep. Uh, evening to Chris I'm looking forward to some forensic Reveals on Swansea's weaknesses. I mean, you could just watch the Leeds highlights, frankly, Chris. But no, stay here. We've got more than that. More than that. No, you definitely need to stick around. um Rando, still on the high from last night, and um, and um, be nice to Seb. I'm always lovely to Seb. He, he's lovely. Yakidar Seb. Cheers to you, um my good friend from the Welsh valleys. No, uh, Andreas is here. Weather has been uh, getting weather reports. Love it, Seb. Uh, we should add the weather into the map. You know, it's important.
1: Should I put it in the script for next week
0: before news, we'll the news? We'll do weather. weather. Yeah. It'll be rainy in Swansea, won't it? Always. Always, always in Wales. Like when we went to Manchester and it was rainy in Manchester last week as well. Matt's here as well. Can't believe we had to wait 24 hours for another pod. I can only apologize on the, the lack of content, Matt, in the last in in between <laughs> times, but hopefully uh, plenty for you tonight. And uh, thank you for joining us once again. Nick is here as well. Um, Yeah, and another Nick and a Mark. And Kev is here as well. Um, Always love his analysis on what's going on at ITFC. And yeah, good to have you here, folks. Um, And Tim's asking who's off to Swansea. We probably need to declare, Seb, we're having a weekend off, aren't we? You're not going down, are you? Neither am I. No, it's a,
1: no, it's. Oh, I've done. It. I've done Swansea before a couple of times. In fact, we have done it once together, didn't we? For a yeah a non-ipswich t- game, didn't we? Yeah. a Premier League game. There, randomly won. We saw one a friend
0: of Bristol Rovers on Saturday and thought, well, we'll take a ground off because Swansea were Premier League and pretty established Premier League.
1: Yeah, at that, that was, point. It. It, was it. It was Newcastle, f- wasn't it? I think. Yeah. So I, yeah. I have done it in the past, and there's no motorways in Wales, so it's a real pain in the ass to get to. So, nope, having a weekend off, I will. Um, yeah, follow it on uh, Radio Suffolk.
0: Yeah, Uh, Chris confirming that the run-in is when we started to win last season. So essentially the the same logic, uh, we're there now. Um, So yeah, uh, good to have lots of you here from all over the world as well. Thank you, folks. Um, Do keep your questions um, in mind for later on in the chat as well. Uh, Michael asks, is anyone in the chat from Ipswich? I'm from Ipswich. I'm representing Ipswich here. Um, But yeah, we we love the fact that this is a global fan base, don't we? So yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about Millwall, Seb, before we talk about Swansea. Uh, we we did a, an hour or so, Joe and I, on that last night. You can watch that again. Uh, link in the usual places. Uh, but, you know, positive, Seb. Very, nothing really to complain about at all. Uh, we had a few comments in about um, certain bits and pieces, as generally is. But really, apart from the first 15 minutes, which is a little bit of hectic, shall we say, yeah. um, nothing to complain about. No,
1: very much so. Yeah, they started quickly as we thought they probably would, given how they've started games. And we seem to be giving them an awful lot of free kicks and corners in that first 10, 15 minutes. Plagki kind of pushed a couple away and I kind of started to think, oh, this might be a bit trickier than, than I was expecting. And then Amari Hutchinson has his injury. You know, he sits down badly hurt, has a sip of water from the physio. And all of a sudden, it's a completely different game. And yeah, I mean, Broadhead's header, the technique for the header was absolutely superb. Bit of luck with the own goal, but it's a great ball down the line from Davis to Broadhead and a great ball in. So, you make your own luck. You deserve that bit of luck sometimes. Kiefer Moore's header was one of the slowest goals ever seen, the way it kind of bounced down. Clearly, he watched Michael Owen's soccer school when he was a, uh, a kid. Always told. Well you to, done. To, to, He's only head 12. Down. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, and then at halftime, the, the game is won, isn't it? So it's a case of, you know, do we make subs at halftime? Do we look so, to sort of see the game out with some in-game management? And that's pretty much what's happened. And then Ali came off the bench. How do you pronounce his surname? Because I think he struggled again last night, didn't
0: you? How dare you? Ali Alhamadi that's it's what i'm that going easy. with
1: not that easy sometimes is it yeah come off the bench great for him looks like the foul started outside the box of the penalty but delighted that he's up and running for us and yeah a, a game of positives really weird parallels to this time last year when we know the run started and 4-0 became such a such a common kind of scoreline didn't it in the uh, in in the, t- the sort of the 10 games before the end of the season and yeah, a, a positive result. Hopefully we can follow up at the weekend and with Rotherham and Birmingham to come next week, it's a chance to build some real momentum and sort of, you know, poke Southampton in the eye, kick kick Leeds in the knee
0: and remind them that we're not going anywhere without a fight. Pissed off Leeds. Yeah, take a breath, mate. You've, Seb's a bit under the weather as well. I it's like a virus going yeah. through the Blue Monday camp. You did really well. It's like, you coughed a little bit. It's like, take a breath, mate. And then you kept going even more and then you started slagging off Southampton and Leeds. So at Brown, So 8 if you want to talk to Seb, um, if you're a Leeds and Southampton fan, uh, kind of wrapped into the mill situation, Seb, is Kieran McKenna's 100th game in charge. We posted to our socials the stats around that. Um, just a crazy win percentage, really. And and the number of defeats as well, only 12 out of 12. 100 league games. Yeah. And, and obviously, only, I think, four or five in the in the calendar year, I think. Uh, 2023, I think. Or from the start of 2023 to now, I think. Just uh, immense stats. We've had chat about interest from elsewhere obviously article in the guardian there's a whole situation at palace right now we obviously send our best to roy hodgson and um, the medical situation that he's dealing with um at the moment and not a great situation there but it feels like that's a little bit more certain in terms of mckenna's future for the foreseeable uh just give us your take give give us give plenty of love and affection to to Kieran McKenna, but um, your reflections on 100 games in charge. It's, in the, it's men-
1: the record is mental, isn't it? 202 points from 100 games in charge is absolutely phenomenal. 12 defeats, four in the last calendar year, two of which were against Leeds, you know, parachute payment side Leeds. And yeah, I mean, he's transformed everything, hasn't he? let's be honest. You know, he came in, we were, what, 11th, I think it was, when Cook kind of leaves us and you kind of see the building blocks starting. I remember a game away to Gillingham, his first away game maybe because there was a delay because of COVID over the Christmas period And we started to see a few patterns of play, which are now so obvious to us, you know, the fullback cutting back to players kind of running in the edge of the box. And over time, we've been absolutely blessed and, you know, we're going to have to put up with this speculation. It sounds like the Palace one has gone away. I saw Fabrizio Morano tweeted earlier saying that somebody, is a German manager uh, from the Bundesliga is, is about to be hopefully signed in there. And that puts that one to bed. But... It's the way of the world, isn't it? You know, the, the better we do, the uh, the more likely he's going to get pinched by somebody else. It sounds like there'll probably be some vacancies in the Premier League in the summer, which we might have to, to fend off. But, you know, he's, a, he's an incredibly intelligent guy. We've been saying this now for the last two and a bit years, haven't we? You know, he will know exactly where he wants to be at certain stages of his career is Palace at this point a more attractive option than us? Possibly not. You know, you've got these two young players who are very good, but you're probably going to lose one in the summer. You might well get relegated. It's not long to be able to kind of put your your philosophies across without a pre-season or a transfer window. So, you know, I'm not sure that's necessarily very attractive. Maybe if West Ham, maybe if Brighton comes up, then he's got a decision to make. But he's the kind of character, you know, we know his integrity by now. He's the kind of character who I firmly believe would not walk away mid-season. And if we do fail to go up this year, then Yeah, what will be will be in the summer. Let's. What's the old saying? Don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. That's the way I think we need to. We need to view the situation. You know, for the moment, he's ours. Enjoy him for as long as he is ours because he's absolutely phenomenal. And fingers crossed, we'll be sat here at two hundred games with four hundred points, having become a Premier League established side. And uh, and and yeah, he'll continue to lead us for a long time because it's we're spoiled, aren't we? Let's be honest.
0: Yeah, another philosopher said. Life is a roller coaster, just got to ride it, and there 's a lot of truth in that seb uh, neil says one hundred and ninety eight goals question mark one hundred and eighty nine goals scored only eighty seven conceded uh yeah, fabulous stats and as we saw last night, and we see every week just a really astute guy, and we 're so grateful to have him lightning in a bottle kind of moment, so um. Yeah, uh, enjoy the ride, uh, let's say, and let's hope that there's many more games to come. <laughs> Rando knows exactly what I'm talking about. Another manager celebrating a milestone, Seb Sheen, five years in charge with ITFC Women. Uh, really great interview on Town TV, which we recommend. And a, and a great interview with... Blue Monday podcast just before, just after Christmas, I think, Uh, if you want to go and check that out. um, Always great to chat with Joe. Again, really astute, really smart guy, doing really great work. They're obviously a bit of a stutter of late. (laughs) The women's and men's teams always generally mirror each other for some weird reason. But looking to get back on track themselves on Sunday. MK Dons are the visitors actually doing pretty well this season. Um, rallied, um, having been pretty mid-table on average uh, for the last few seasons. But yeah, actually just um, a little bit behind Ipswich will be at town. have got some games in hand, so get down to the AGL, enjoy some football on Sunday. If you can't get to Swansea um, and you want to get your fill of ITFC football, then AGL, 2pm on Sunday in Felixstowe and get behind the Tractor Girls. Uh, another thing to keep an eye out for as well, we'll do this via our socials, um, our friends at Ipswich Witches um, have got two tickets for uh, two tickets for rotherham uh, on tuesday night so we'll be giving that away on our socials <laughs> it's like ben's here isn't it just exactly like that uh, uh which has got their new season coming up uh in march 24th i think it is the new season starts uh so if you've never been to the speedway have you ever done speedway at foxhall seb
1: never Any? have driven past it many times on my way to the tip in ipswich but never swung in
0: It's great. Dave and I are big fans of the Speedway. Dave particularly, Um, very long-standing Ipswich Witches fan. Uh, So yeah, head to ipswichwitches.co I think is their website address. For more information about yeah getting down to foxhole and supporting the witches had a great season last time out nearly uh won the championship i think lost in the playoffs um right at the death really narrow dramatic stuff speedway is great if you if you love a bit of you know racing and motorbikes and just pandemonium and yeah and the smell of petrol or fuel then um you can yeah head down to foxhole but yeah keep an eye on to our socials tomorrow um, and the witches are very kindly giving us two tickets to give away so yeah really excited to do that Let's talk about Swansea then, Seb. And there's so many um, parallels with Millwall. I think for Swansea, mm. a lot of managerial change, more so than Millwall. But it just feels like they're struggling to establish an identity, a really core identity. You know, in the three pre, you know, two managers prior. You know, we know we know all about Ross Martin and his philosophy, but even before that, Swansea. You know, very methodical, patient build-up, short passing, high possession, you know, attractive passing football, and then a bit of a changing of the guard in the summer, and it hasn't really worked out, has it?
1: No, like Millwall maybe trying to change too much too soon. You know, when they were in the Premier League, I remember the term Swanziola was used quite a few times to kind of refer to them. Well they had Roberto Martinez and Brendan Rogers. They were known for this, you know, possession based, really attractive playing passing style. And that became what they were what they were known for. And Mike Duff went in the Russell Martin, obviously, leaves in the summer to go to Southampton. There were some arguments there about the date he went based on compensation clauses, but he eventually did move on. And they appointed Mike Duff, who obviously we know from last season season as a bit of a an adversary in our promotion charge last year. And the thing that we associate with Mike Duff football is high pressing, isn't it? High pressing, high intensity, more direct, certainly more direct than what Swansea are used to. And was it a case of trying to change too much too quickly? You know, you've got a squad that's been primarily recruited for passing attractive football. It's a bit like when, you know, when we had Um, was it Lambert we worked out he had remnants of Paul Hurst Mick McCarthy kind of all these different reigns of players who kind of played slightly different it's very difficult to get those kind of new ideas and changes across without proper pre-seasons proper backing in transfer windows it didn't help that he lost some big assets last summer that one he can't be blamed for but I think it's a case very much like Millwall you try and change too much too soon the owners get a bit edgy because it's not working out you make a decision and you kind of go back to what you know which is what they've done
0: And we'll talk about the Leeds game in a a sec, but the players clearly a little bit confused what they're there to do. And, uh, you know, we talk about how Kieran McKenna has those ingrained patterns of play. The teams are so well-drilled, coached to know exactly what they're doing. But when you pivot from one philosophy to a very different one very quickly, as Millwall did, and as Swansea are doing, you sometimes you're okay you know they got a 1-0 win for example at hull yeah um, but then backed it up with defeats to plymouth and uh, to leeds in the league at home and and the defensiveness for for leeds just screams lack of organisation understanding and players perhaps you know when you cross the white line the players have to be responsible certainly for some of the decision making but if you're still not bought into or understand what the manager wants you to do it leads to situations that happened Uh, on Tuesday night against Leeds. Uh, Give us the state of play then, uh, Seb, the, the kind of situation there.
1: So currently sat seventeenth in the table with thirty six points. They've only won nine of the thirty two games they've played so far this season. It's a minus twelve goal difference. They've conceded fifty two goals so far this season, which is the joint third worst in the league after Rotherham and Blackburn. It's tied with Plymouth, Huddersfield, and Sheffield Wednesday. So all those names I've just listed are the That's ones the involved in the re- yeah involved in the relegation scrap, aren't they? And yeah, fifty two goals conceded after thirty two games played is is crazy. The season started really poorly for them. I remember when Mike Duff was appointed, they went on. They didn't win, did they, for the first seven games they included a south wales defeat to Dar- a derby defeat to cardiff in there as well so it took a bit of time to to get going and it, it it's even with the new manager coming in it's still very inconsistent he's had a bit of a baptism of fire we'll discuss the fixtures he played against uh, he's played since he took over at the start of january but he's had a bit of a baptism of fire their last five overall is 20th in the form table so pretty poor it's four defeats now the names i'm about to read out will explain why he's had this baptism of fire he's faced leeds plymouth okay fair enough Leicester and Southampton so far since he took over so not an easy kind of run of games to, to get your feet under the table for as you mentioned he has beaten Hull so that's a decent result against a playoff chasing side in, in recent weeks but it's a minus eight goal difference for the last five games only kept six clean sheets so far this season uh, which is the well 19th best so sixth worst effectively uh, in the division the keeper is busy fifth sorry yeah you're better at maths than I uh, the keeper is busy he's averaging three and a half saves per match which is the third highest in the division So you've got a team that's conceding a lot of goals, a keeper that's very, very busy because the defence in front of him either isn't doing what they're meant to be doing or isn't good enough to be doing what they're meant to be doing. And it's a bit of a cauldron for, uh, for, for a disaster, isn't it, so far? Last five at home is three straight defeats. Leeds, Plymouth, and Southampton. Two victories before that, West Brom and Preston. Preston were in that if you run a form, and West Brom, we know, don't really travel well. Um, Not scored in the last two. Goal difference minus five from the last five games at home. And they've only scored three or more goals once at home, which is a 3-0 victory over Sheffield Wednesday, when I think that's when they were pretty much cannon fodder towards the start of the season. So it's a season that hasn't kind of got going at all. There is a caveat for Luke Williams, the new manager, that he has faced the three parachute sides since he's come in and, and us on the horizon so it's a very tough start for him there's an FA Cup game against Bournemouth in there as well so it's a tough start for him but it's a season which they'll need to get themselves safe I, I think they I don't think they'll go down they're, they're, I think they're six or seven points clear of the relegation zone and you, at this stage of the season you can't see the likes of you know Rotherham and the, and the sides that are down there getting enough points on the board to drag them into it. so I think they'll be okay this year and I guess Luke Williams has to use this what 15 games to go 13 games to go wherever it is to kind of evaluate his squad get his point of his patterns of play across uh, and look to look to really build for next summer because they're in danger of just becoming a really, you know, mediocre, mediocre championship side, aren't they?
0: Yeah, there's still some quality players there, though. That's that's the only thing kind of uh, gives me a little bit of hope for them. I mean, we we shouldn't underestimate them, of course. I know that we always need to tread the line on this podcast about giving respect and versus blowing smoke. Um, But anything is possible in the championship is when I know it's a cliche, but there are still quality players. there. we will talk about um, specific personnel later on as well, but yeah, it, there is just a little bit of dysfunction about how they're trying to do things. And that's because it's the evolution that we've talked about. It's, it's the changing of philosophies. And there's a lot of stuff that's very mill y there, you know, surprising how poor the home form is. It's a long old way to go to Swansea and you kind of think they'd make it a fortress, but yeah, not the case. Uh, 21st, uh, Well, 21st best, isn't it? So, yeah, third worst home form in the league this season. Uh, Talk to us about the Leeds game, Seb. I think a lot of us have seen the highlights and, you know, I guess are licking our lips a little bit that there is similar personal in our team to do likewise. But a lot of mitigating circumstances with the goals and particularly the, the defensive structure, weren't there?
1: Yeah, so I mean on, on paper I mean we lost 4-0 to Leeds it, it is, there's no disgrace you know Leeds are capable of blowing sides away but when you see the goals back the tactics they employed with their high line looked absolutely suicidal against quick players which you know those three behind the main striker at Leeds do have I mean it's a bit of luck it's a deflection for the opener poor goalkeeping I would suggest for the second Rushworth actually had a, a pretty good game the goalkeeper he kind of kept the scoreline fairly respectable it was just this high line I mean goal after goal was Leeds hitting them on the break wasn't it quick players getting in behind Behind finding the space in behind to punish them. And do you think that's a bit of naivety from the manager? You know, it's it, it's okay if you're at Notts County. We'll discuss where he came from. But to be at Notts County last year in the National League in a shootout with Wrexham, and you can employ these kind of tactics because, a bit like us last year, you're the big fish in a small pond, aren't you? Do you think it's a bit of naivety to go up against a, a parachute club with the resources and the firepower that leads have and employ that high line and those tactics and from what I could see from the highlights didn't seem to really make any kind of tactical tweaks to to fix it he came out after the game didn't he and said we were a bit timid we didn't commit fully which may, may, meant we were able to be to be picked off you know I was just surprised that time after time leads seemed to be getting in the same way without the manager changing something do you think that's a bit of naivety
0: on his part? I kind of think like well, you mentioned it with us. You know, we got dicked by Leeds. Let's be, let's call it what it is. Sometimes you just have to accept you're in between a rock and a hard place, and you know, just dust yourself down and move on to the next game. The trouble is, the next game is against us. You know, you see? Yeah. You've gone from second to fourth, haven't you? So, I the I I listened to the post match interview after Leeds, and it felt like he he was quite critical actually of the players for not buying into the instructions that he'd set out. He talked about the Leicester defeat where they sat deep and got picked off that way. So purposefully went for the high line and, and kind of suggested that certain players or some of the players didn't fully commit to that. And essentially that's what we're talking about in terms of players that are drilled and coached in one way of playing and then have to change it. And it just, I think that's where he was coming from. I agree with you that, um, you know, maybe there's, there's a little bit of pragmatism that's needed, but essentially, you could play deep or you could play against high against leads. You're probably still going to lose, aren't you? If you're yeah, this, yeah. no disrespect. I, I would, so I would just
1: want my manager. I think if I was getting done the same way time and time again, I would want tactical changes to be made in the game to to stop. Maybe that from so, occurring.
0: yeah. And uh, yeah, there was. I, I don't want to single. I'm gonna single out a single player. Ben Kabanga had a pretty bad game in terms of managing that line. He's the guy who's got his hands up the number five for offside. You know, twice I think, maybe three times, and for goals or chances that Leeds created, and you know, it just takes one defender to not, you know, follow the line or not to hold the right line, and it all falls apart. And Leeds were just merciless and picking them off. So, yeah, yeah, difficult, isn't it? I mean, we've talked about Martin leaving, Duff coming in. Let uh, give some give folks some insight into Luke Williams. Maybe not a name that's maybe well known too far beyond people who have watched. This is Wrexham when they're obviously the the rivals with Wrexham last season, but a highly rated guy, isn't
1: he? Yeah, very much so, and he's kind of done his done his time in youth academies and a couple of uh, a couple of bigger clubs as well. So he's come from from Knotts uh, County. He's left them fifth in League Two part of that epic National League title shootout with Wrexham last season. He got 107 points uh, last season, and that was only enough to finish second because Wrexham got 110, 111, I think it was at the time. It was kind of this like man sitting Liverpool in the Premier League a few years ago. They just won every single week, and it pretty much came down to the game between them when Ben Foster saved a penalty at the race course that meant that they got across the line ahead of County. County then regroup, and they win the playoffs, which is great because they fully deserve it. He was kind Bill, of, that's very...
0: Paul Cook's Chesterfield, didn't they?
1: They did. Yeah, they did. And they fully deserved it. You know, you don't get 107 points and then and then not get promoted. That would be ridiculous. So he, he did a good job this year as well. A lot of the bookies were saying that Wrexham and Notts County would go straight through League Two. They're big clubs at that level with decent financial backing. A certain Mr. David McGoldrick is there. So you've maybe got a bit of a cheat code at that level as well. And he's left them in a healthy place. He's left them fifth uh, in the playoff positions in League Two. And he signed a three and a half year deal with Swansea. He's taken most of his backroom coaching staff and analysis team with him. So they're clearly giving him a, uh, you know, a free reign over the over the coaching and the staff set up. So it's, they're kind of giving full faith behind him. As I said earlier, he does play this attractive, more possession based style of football in his Notts County days, which was heavily referenced to in his appointment by the Swansea chairman and the Swansea director of football. So it's kind of you know appeasing the fans to maybe suggest yes, we did get it wrong with Mike Duff and his kind of high press high pressing, more direct football. We're going to go back to to what we know. His overall record at county we were discussing obviously Kieran McKenna's record a minute ago is one point nine eight points per game from the 80 games he managed there for just over 18 months or so so a very decent record he was previously on the Swansea staff he was a part of the coaching setup under Russell Martin at both MK Dons and then Swansea when Russell Martin moved across I think he was assistant manager for a spell there as well so it is a club that he knows he does know how the, uh, how the club works and what their kind of philosophies are bit of a parallel with Kieran McKenna his playing career was cut short at a, a youngish age with an injury um, something McKenna can obviously relate to he had coaching spells at Leyton Orient and West Ham he was the under 21 man manager At Brighton under Gus Poyet, at one spell he was the under twenty three manager at Bristol City. It's not his. It's not his second gig in, in, in full charge. He had a role at Swansea, but they got relegated to League Two. Swindon. But I think that's when Swansea were a bit of a bit of a sort of Swindon. showing. Swindon, sorry, yeah, not Swansea. Uh, Swindon was showing kind of. Um, showing some signs of being becoming the basket case they were a couple of years ago so you can't entirely blame him from there and yeah I mean I think he's a fairly sensible appointment given the philosophy they want to play you know we've seen in the past well, as we know Paul Hurst you know sometimes you appoint managers from a couple of leagues down with very little experience and you kind of think to yourself mm, is this one going to work out but I would suggest the body of work he's done in the National League he had them in a good place in League 2 when he left Notts County he knows the club previously from his time on the staff there I think he's a pretty good fit but he's definitely going to need a season a transfer window with some money spent. They sold Joel Pirro last summer to lead. So they they need to reinvest some of that money, I think, to get the the players in the building that he wants to play, the kind of style he's going to look to develop with them.
0: Hashtag in the building. I haven't got particularly fond memories of Swansea. There were some, particularly yeah, in no. the, the kind of middle of the Marcus Evans era, it seemed we lose every time we played Swansea. Give us the history, Seb. It's very close,
1: so between the two sides, 11 Ipswich wins, 9 draws, and 12 Swansea wins. The 3-2 game back in October, November, was the most recent meeting between the two. It was the game with the Jack Taylor absolute worldie. 1-0 down early on, it was that phase where we were conceding goals within the first 10 minutes of matches. So 1-0 down to a Jay Fulton opener, and then uh, yeah, an absolute worldie from Taylor, Chaplin, and a Hurst penalty. The last time we played at the Swansea.com stadium uh, was a 3-2 victory for a certain Paul Hurst. If you were there at that game and you saw Paul hearse one victory put it in the chat because the man never won a game in england he won one game in uh (laughs) it was in wales it was a 3-2 victory in the october i think of that season and guess what i'm gonna throw at you now because it's yeah i
0: i'm trying to remember the goals well chalaba wins it doesn't he
1: chalaba does win it yeah so it looks like it's a 4-3-3 so yeah how many can you get from the lineup of that that famous win where we thought the corner was about to be turned
0: so let me let go, go front to back so presumably at this point gherkin is in goal
1: yeah, because he dropped Bart for the Norwich game, hasn't he?
0: Is Knudsen back in the team at this point? No. Nope. No? Nope. Chamber? Yeah. Um, oh, I'm trying to remember. There were Loney's at centre-back, perhaps?
1: Uh, no, Loney at right-back. Looks oh, like he was okay. playing slightly out of position. Pennington? Yeah, he was the right-back on the day, according to the BBC Football website. So you need the, the other centre-half alongside Chambers and the left-back. The left-back was also out of position and is still at Ipswich Town to
0: this day. Is he? Wolfenden?
1: Yeah. no. General Donassian.
0: Okay, yeah. Well, Danassian can play both sides. Yeah, fine. Um, wow, this is a weird team. But the other centre-back, I'm going to need yeah. a clue.
1: Uh, I think I used the same clue two weeks ago. I tried to fight the fans at Charlton. Oh, okay. rated by Paul Cook, ahead of Luke Wolfenden.
0: Yeah, Toto. Uh, Nolan? No. No. Mr. Uh, b- 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 b-
1: dependable b- b- sits in the middle. Chamber's Schoosed. best mate. Yeah. Scoose and Chalobah were the, the kind of pivot in central midfield. It looks like we had a slightly more advanced uh, midfielder as well who scored last night, I think, or the night before. before? Not for us, for yeah. uh, for a championship side. Dazelle, Yep. Queon Edwards? He took, he, yep, he was on the right wing. I think he scored or forced an own goal from See yeah, so The yeah. left winger and the striker, central striker.
0: Um, someone said Ellis Harrison in the chat. Neil. No, I think he was injured at the time. Um, bu- bu- striker. Uh, Wasn't signed... for
1: years. Got chucked out onto the wing by Mick and Sears. Yeah,
0: I think he scored as well actually. And then left wing is it?
1: Left wing, judge. Yeah. No, before Judge joined. Judge joined in the in the window okay. after that. So hat trick on his debut a couple of years previously. Uh, Grant Ward. Grant Ward yeah what a team and uh, Burtsan Selina played for uh for Swansea oh, right.
0: he they, they destroyed us that day didn't they?
1: they they battered us i mean i looked at the stats it was 73 possession for swansea 19 shots for them I, I seem to remember they absolutely battered us um but we got across the line
0: with it yeah there's some good stuff in the chat um chris says dan james versus matt pennington <laughs> still gives me nightmare. um and uh, yeah, mullet. Saw so Gwion on outside afterwards. Lovely hair, like a mini Mikey Penty Smith. He's a Sh- Morecambe. Gwion. I was yeah, saying... he signed a short-term deal, didn't he? Yeah, he did. You can still find him. Yeah, I, as I say, no... Positive memories. I remember us being smashed at home on Sky to them. Andros Townsend might have been playing for us. Was it four 0 or something like that? And yeah, three 0 I think. 3-0, we were I think. Denied 4-1. a blatant
1: penalty in that game. If anybody remembers, a blatant penalty just before. I think we got denied the penalty and they went straight up there there and they scored. If I remember rightly. I'm going to do my
0: Alan Partridge shrug at that. But
1: it's not. It's not a side that. Let I've it go, man. Let it go. <laughs> fond memories of at all.
0: Let it go. Um, yeah, I mean. Uh, yeah, uh, not not much more to say on that crap history, basically, isn't it? And an opportunity to make it level overall, isn't it? Ryan
1: Reynolds
2: here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. at participating restaurant's 18 plus serving times. delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
1: Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash blue monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process.
0: Let's go back to talking Swansea then. Um, Any January business you want to draw our attention to?
1: Yeah, a little bit. So Yannick balassi former Everton, former Palace, big money Ooh. move, I think, at one time. He signed a short-term deal in November, but he couldn't agree a full-time contract. So he's since moved on. They've got uh, Ronaldo, uh, who is a right-winger slash right-forward. who's coming from Brazil. He's a, what, just over a million quid they've spent on him. The, the idea for the January business seems to be width and kind of attacking options, I guess, to boost the... They've, I mean, they've got Fulton and Grimes in central midfield, so it's a, it's a pretty combative, kind of sturdy central midfield. that just need to add a bit of flair in front of of it to try and create stuff for the for the forwards. Uh, Charles Segu, Jr., who is a left winger on loan from Arsenal. I think he's quite highly rated at Arsenal. Mm, that against Brentford in the Cup, I think. Yeah, he's been involved in a couple of Champions League squads, I think. So I think that's a pretty decent decent move for him. Uh, and I'll let you pronounce it. They're taking somebody on loan from Norwich, a left winger who Norwich once spent three million quid on, but he's gone on loan to Swansea and you'll call him? Well, I'm going to call him Shemi
0: Pachetta, but he's. Uh, I think it's premise Law... Plachetta, but they call Much him Shemi. Really Much quick.
1: Than I could have done it.
0: Rapid. Need to yeah. be careful of him. But yeah, I think he's on a free, actually, not alone.
1: Oh, was it free? Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah.
0: But otherwise, no, and
1: then, no real key departures. No. The left back went on loan to Sheffield Wednesday. A couple of kids went out on loan. There was nothing dramatic in the departures. They didn't really spend all the Joel Pirro money. They kind of bought um, They bought in Jerry Yates uh, in the summer for, I think, just about two million quid. Josh Timon, the left back, came in for a bit of money, but they didn't really splash out all of the Joel Pirro money. So either they've kind of paid off some debts, or you would think there'll be a bit of backing for Luke Williams in the summer.
0: And let's talk about how uh, Williams will set them up.
1: Well, it's likely to be a four-two-three-one. That's what he's used in five of the six games so far that he's been in charge of. As we said earlier, perhaps that's a little bit naive. Is like we said, is is is. Notts County side was very similar to us the way it played you know you've got center halves moving forward with the ball you've got high wing backs or sort of say high and wide and then it gives space for the uh, the inside forwards and the attacking midfielders to get into the box to support the the central striker they played out from the back but you know he's the the, the run of fixes he had it's, it's not really very easy for us to kind of compare what they're going to be able to do against us because they've been you know taken apart by the parachute sides. So he's the Notts County sides averaged nearly 70% possession across the season uh, last Year, so it's very Hull? possession heavily possess very uh, heavily possession based side. Um, he's had 48% so far in his six games in charge, so it has improved since Michael Duff kind of took over. Um, but um, it's it's not fair really to judge him based on the fact he's played three parachute clubs and soon to be us and Hull chasing a playoff space.
0: And should we let's deal with the uh, the likely uh starters or the people who like to be involved, um, the, the big names, and then we'll come back and try and do some statistical analysis Um, Jamal Lowe probably the main man isn't he?
1: Played well, didn't he, in the Portman Road game? I thought he scored that day. Got a late call, kind of consolation goal. I thought he played well that, that, that day. He's on loan from Bournemouth. Six goals and and two assists. Jerry Yates, who I previously mentioned, a couple of million quid in the summer from Blackpool, I think it was, uh, with some of the Joel Pirro money. He's got six goals so far, but he's been a bench option in, in recent weeks. I think he uh, out,
0: didn't he? Was he linked, yeah, linked think, with moves? Maybe he was wrestling. We
1: were linked at one point. Yeah, I'm not sure how much was really in that. Um, but obviously, he's, um, he's been a bench option pretty much since most of the January transfer window. So now he's there. Maybe they're looking for him to settle down and get his groove going again. 24-year-old Liam Cullen can kind of play right wing or in a number 10 role. They've got 32-year-old Jamie Patterson as well, who also can play as a winger or a 10. They've got the joint highest goal contributions. They've each got five goals and four assists. Cullen was the number nine against Leeds the other night, which obviously didn't really didn't really work. Uh, Patterson has created a lot of chances. Well, he's created 44 chances so far this season. So they're the two kind of creative outlets Josh Tyman, that I mentioned a few minutes ago signed for a couple of million quid from Stoke he's a left back he's got five assists so far this season from the left back position so he's one to look out for Matt Grimes and Jay Fulton Fulton scored in the Portman Road games Uh, Matt Grimes got four assists so far this season so they will be the central midfield double pivot assuming he keeps it as a 4-2-3-1 his Notts County side was pretty much religiously a three at the back system with wing backs but I guess it's too much to kind of look to change that potentially without a preseason to get your stuff across so expect them to stick with the, the 4 2 3, 1. And they've got Mikola Kukarevich, I'm going to say. He's a striker signed from Troy uh, last in, in the summer window, just gone. 1.5 million quid, six foot three, not really got going at all so far this season. One goal from nine sub appearances, no starts. Um, so I assume he'll pretty much be a bench option if they're looking to chase the game later on and they can't, you know, they're looking to create a bit of chaos at the top of the pitch.
0: Yeah, a couple of names people might know. Charlie Pantino, uh, Joe Allen, uh, and already been involved too much of late...
1: No, Pantino was really hard. He started the season really well. I think he was suspended, wasn't he, for the Portman Road game? And it was a real plus because he'd started really well. But since then, he's kind of dropped off it. He's obviously a young player on loan from Arsenal. So these things tend to happen. So he's been a bench option in recent weeks. And yeah, Joe Allen is still there. Obviously came through. Swampy legend went to we Joe, went, to, uh, went to, to Liverpool under Brendan, etc. He's back there now, but he's very much a bench option. And they've got some issues as well at right back and down there. their kind of right-hand side. They had Bashir Humphreys, who's quite highly rated. He's, a, he's on loan from Chelsea. He's a left-sided defender, but he was slotting in at right back on uh, Tuesday. What was it Tuesday night? Tuesday night against Leeds, but he got subbed. He had to go off, so he's a doubt for the game because they've got this horrible kind of situation at right back where they've got Josh Keys, Harrison Ashby, and Sam Parker all out injured. So the backup, 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 who was Humphreys, has now gone off injuries as well. So we might see veteran Carl Norton, who was a mainstay, oh, I think, still of find their him. Yeah, mainstay of their Premier League sides in the days of, you know, Ashley Williams and Meachu Wayne Routledge. Um, yeah, he was uh, he was involved back those days. I think he's 35, 36 now. He might oh. well get a run out. Harry Darling, we know him from his MK. Don's days, I, I like Harry Darling. I'd be pretty happy if he came to to Portman. I think he's a good player. Um, he's back on the grass. He's one of my favourite terms. He missed the last couple of weeks. He's back on the grass now, but potentially the weekend might come a little bit too early for him.
0: And, and yeah, let's give folks some insight, shall we? Um, things they can expect or what the stats tell us. I mean, attacking-wise... Not the best, is it, Seb?
1: It's not, no. The 17 goals scored at home is the joint third fewest. They take on average 11 shots per game at home, which is 17th. Only four of those are on target, which is the 14th kind of mid-table kind of numbers for the for the division. They're sixth accurate crosses per game, though, with 4.5. So they do enjoy a uh, a cross or two. Defensive-wise, they're not great at all. 13 shots, conceded to the opposition per game at home is the fifth worst in the league. 16 goals conceded from open play at home is the second worst in the league. And actually tied with us, we've also conceded 16 goals from open play at home. Uh, Four conceded from set pieces, three from direct counter-attacks. I presume most of them came in the Leeds game on Tuesday (laughs) night. That's the second highest in the division. Only kept three clean sheets so far this season at home. They are sixth for interceptions per match. They average 10 interceptions per match. They're not too bad at that third highest however for xg against hello all you xg fans gonna know how much you love that and they can be a little bit rash at the back they are third highest for penalties conceded they've given away five penalties so far this season so perhaps they are a little bit rash in the uh, in the back line
0: yeah and uh, any magical seb special insight i don't have a i you know bumper music thing for it (laughs) any key insights you want to share
1: Start quickly. As we saw last night when we killed the game by halftime, this could be a real opportunity for us on the weekend. Swansea have conceded 13 first half goals in their last six games in all competitions. There is a, a battering by Bournemouth in the FA Cup there. But yeah, this is a side that concedes an awful lot of goals in the first 45 minutes of games. So if we can do what we did last night, hit them quickly uh, and get the game put to bed by half time, it could be very, very fruitful.
0: Kind of or nation saying we've had our two penalties for the season yeah, yeah, already, yeah. don't be greedy. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll shall see. Yeah, start quick. It could be a frenetic opening again, couldn't it? Uh, thank you, Seb, for that. Uh, we'll talk about Ipswich in a bit. So, get your thoughts on who you want to see come back into the team or stay in the team perhaps uh, for Saturday. But before we do that, well, again, we are brought to you in partnership with the Graham. We're really proud and, and really uh, happy to be uh, in partnership with the fantastic folks, the Greyhound, obviously uh, two home games next week, Rotherham and Birmingham. So do get to the Greyhound pre-match before those. Uh, we've got our continuing offer with Nord VPN going on as well. So if you're uh, looking to, I don't know, maybe I, uh, yeah, maybe make looking a trip, to protect
1: but, yourself online. That's
0: what I meant. That's what I meant. And, you know, if you, if you want to virtually transport yourself to, Amsterdam or somewhere else NordVPN um, is what you need Uh, there's a link in the description whether you're watching on video or podcast Um, and there's an exclusive offer and there's a nice little referral bonus for Blue Monday so everybody wins um, and so there there you go Uh, draw your own conclusions from what seven I said there Uh, we we didn't we said nothing Um, flagship show back on Sunday 8 p.m. live Ben Joe and Dave, assuming everyone is fit and raring to go. And next week is going to be busy as well. Tuesday night, Rotherham, as we mentioned, Mikey and Seb, I think, doing their usual um, post-match reaction. I might jump up the road and join in. And then we've got Birmingham pre-match and then Birmingham flagship. So pretty relentless. Um, Do like, um, do subscribe. You get the Blue Monday content just landing uh, in your feeds and obviously if you're listening on podcast we appreciate podcast land do come and join us if you can live in the chat but we also uh, very much welcome um, any reviews and ratings that you want to provide in your podcast app of choice and why not join the, the day chat in telegram as well go from strength to strength blue monday itfc.co.uk is where all you need is there links to everything are there including telegram so yeah do get involved there seb Give me your thoughts on how ITSC will line up on Saturday. Well, it's rare that the likes of
1: Broadhead and Luongo play three games in a week, isn't it? So I guess we might see some change given how suicidal their defending was against Leeds. Surely this is going to be a game for pace and ball carriers. That's what I would suggest. I mean, if we start from the front to back, Burgess now, I think, do, do you assume like me, he's back in now and, you know, that left-footed balance is lovely. The extra couple of inches in the air is lovely. And um, and I think, I think Edmondson did really well, didn't he, for the five weeks he had the shirt. Did brilliantly, but Burgess just raises us to a a slightly higher level. So I think he's now back into the back five picks itself – I think Travis will come in alongside Morsey because it's a big ask for Luongo to play three games in a week. I know he got subbed last night, but he was still relatively late on. So, yeah, I think Travis comes in for Luongo alongside Morsey. Obviously, Kiefer Moore will be the main striker. I know Al Hamadi scored last night, but I still expect Moore to lead the line for the first 65, 70-odd minutes. And then it's the three behind the striker, isn't it? So it's a bit curious as to what we do. I guess if you want out-and-out pace, you're probably looking at Wes Burns on one flank, Caden Jackson on the flank. If you want ball carriers, it's Hutchinson and it's Armiento. Broadhead, however, is back on form and scoring goals and isn't Broadhead a Swansea fan or did I imagine that? When he scored against Cardiff, I'm sure he said he was a Swansea fan or did I might he? have completely made that up. But he's well, a Cardiff Nor- fan. Norman
0: either. says Broadhead more and Burns will in his to his mind be even more motivated. I think, I'm sure all the Welsh internationals want to play against Swansea, won't they? Mm, yeah. and, I mean, I, and I would be but, playing them all.
1: But then you've got to leave Connor Chaplin out for the second game on the bounce, so it's it's nice to have these these issues. If you had to hold a gun to me head and say, "What's he going to do?" I think I would probably keep Hutchinson in because he played really well. So I guess I'd keep him in the ten. I'd play Burns on the right for the out and out pace, and I'd play Sarmiento for the trickery and the ball carrying ability on the left.
0: Interesting. Yeah, we'll go to the chat in a second. I I, I kind of think there's logic in Sarmiento for similar reasons. I just think you'll try and keep it as close to the Millwall team as possible because it worked, didn't it? And then you rotate next week. So Rodman becomes nights. your
1: easier hit, you reckon? That's where you start to bring different bodies back in. Maybe
0: so. I, the question is, you know, as, as Carnival Nation says, you know, same 11 again, if Luongo can, I think that's possibly the biggest question mark. But I know it seems harsh to, to for Chaplin to not get back in, but Hutchinson did really well, didn't he? And he'll be raring well. to go again. So... And Look,
1: Broadhead has looked really good the last. Yeah, Broadhead's you know, got back
0: to his levels. Yeah, we
1: mentioned that Preston; he was great when he came off the bench with his decision making. Obviously, the goal last night and back to his best with the the ball fired in for the own goal as well. So he's looking good, but he, he very rarely plays three game weeks, does he?
0: True, true, true. And he went
1: off. He went off in uh, sixty five minutes, didn't he? So, yeah, n- nice
0: problems to have. Indeed. Uh, let's go to the chat. Jason felt we were slow, uh, still slow, and gave chances in the first 15, yeah? Know, Swansea but it was beers, all set chances. pieces, wasn't
1: it? It was just set yeah. piece after set piece and a couple of kind of second phases when the guy fired one over the bar. So if we hadn't given away so many silly free kicks in and around the box and and, and corners, I don't think it would have felt the box.
0: like... like we give any free kicks away in the box? All right, pedantic. You came for me, mate, about Al Hamadi, so I'm just, that's my... Uh, I really
1: hoped you were going to pronounce that wrong again.
0: You, know, I've, you say it. Al I go with. Okay, there you go. Backinson, Baconson. Uh, Michael, try and keep the same 11 points the rest of the games, he says. Well, we did last year, didn't we? This time last year,
1: it became the established 11 that everyone knew, that everyone, pre, you know, 10 to, 10 to 2 on a match day, everyone knew what the lineup was going to be. So I guess we will start to see that now. I just think with these two consecutive back to back three game weeks, you're going to have to do some form of rotation.
0: Yep. Uh, Norman reckons Travis for Luongo I mean asks that as a question maybe not as a statement but yeah I think we've got I don't have no issue with that. that I
1: think Travis has looked neat and tidy you know he dropped in last night and started picking the ball up off the centre halves and you know Blackburn have got a new manager I guess if we've got designs or maybe wanting to keep him we need to look at him a little bit and see if you know McKenna can work his magic and and kind of develop
2: him
0: yep uh, Rob reckons Chaplin and Travis comes back in um, Norman Broadhead Moore Burns we talked about that being motivated kind of on nation. Maybe Chappers comes back in, but rest Burns. I thought Burns was all right. I think didn't obviously get on the end of stuff and maybe create stuff. But I thought his energy getting in behind yeah. um, definitely caused Millwall defensive problems. And again, you know, Welsh international, I, I quite like the angle of playing him. Romeo similarly says, Broadhead must play. Um, Neil Atkinson team will be unchanged for Swansea, except possibly Travis Falongo. Yeah, a lot of consensus for that. Rob says, nice headache for, for McKenna to have. Exactly right. Yeah. Um, Nick Bruce, um, should it be Drennan <laughs> or Hawkins? Those were the days. Pittman or Sears, says Neil. Um, and Mullet confirming the pronunciation of Ali Alhamadi for us. Um, Romeo, um, probably going unchanged unless Mass needs a rest. Yeah, it feels like good consensus there. Uh, Chris Hutchinson r- looked V really good on Wednesday, but I doubt Swansea will be as easy to play against as Millwall. Not, um, if maybe.
1: they play the high line, I think they will be, yeah. Perfect but- for
0: pace isn't it? Yeah, very yeah, much. Just pace, so.
1: pace and ball
0: carriers. And, uh, yeah, Paul uh, came out, did a great job of managing minutes in the second half against Mills. So I think it's possible. We'll see. It's the same 11 on Saturday and switching around. That, w-
1: that would make sense, time. wouldn't it? Yeah, you know, end, end the week on a high. And then for Rotherham, you bring in the likes of Samiento and, 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 and the rest to kind of get them some game time and then go back to the more established 11 for Birmingham next week.
0: Good stuff. Uh, I'm Mullet. Um, Samiento, alhamadi and jackson off the bench could be tasty. jackson jackson's
1: Ooh. pace could be crucial couldn't it we're probably not in the days anymore where caden jackson is a starter you know been a decent servant but but you know he's he's, he's not a striker he did well when hers was out but off the bench that pace against high tiring defenders not high as in drugs high as in a uh, high line
0: <laughs> could be could be
1: absolutely immense
0: <laughs> don't do drugs kids yeah. uh, says seb brown from the blue monday podcast moving us swiftly on it's predictions time And uh, rallying after a shocking week. Did I uh, win? It's me. No, unfortunately oh, not. Fuck. Uh, oh boy, he's dropping F bombs, folks. forty seven minutes in. I thought yeah. I might have won the way you said it like he's that. He's just talking about he, he's just gone rogue in the last few minutes, isn't he? Uh, no, unfortunately not. But it was really close actually. And do you know what swung it for me? It switched to draw against West Brom. Yeah, I won by yeah. one point. Um, but there's one point in it between me and the telegram folks. You need to do a little bit of catching up. Um, but well done. Seven points is is pretty good going. You beat Chris at least. You're so patronising. He's so patronising.
1: <laughs> great job, little buddy.
0: Yeah, Brilliant. you do really great. Um, you know, so keep trying. And
1: are we announcing was... a forfeit, or are you going this to this time next t-shirt? year? Are,
0: are you getting another t shirt
1: you know, made up, or
0: yeah, well, I'm. I yeah, I, I knew that if I was going to get. I mean, it's not over yet. Telegram. Depending yeah, no on you... how many rounds ahead of me are you? I am five rounds ahead. And we've got. 12 to go 13 yeah, to go yeah but some so mid weeks and they not there so okay, probably no. yeah eight or nine rounds maybe so it's not yeah. it's not over not over we shall see um but yeah we'll talk uh, we'll talk about it look uh, the t-shirt you still got right or did you yes, burn I, it
1: i kept it you didn't put a year on it did you so i could just wear that every year
0: yeah i uh, so we'll recycle it's good for the environment the
1: opening game of every season i'm going to be sat in the greyhound wearing that sodding t-shirt in 30 degree weather i'm gonna get you on the pitch for it as well um but walking out as a mascot holding yeah, sam mascot at, wearing it. at six foot four next <laughs> to sam morsey brilliant like
0: they wear their charity t-shirts over the top of their <laughs> shirts that'll be you. i'll get 11 of them made um brilliant so yeah we'll, we'll keep an eye on the league form um but here's the predictions around this week and let, let's start right at the top seb we talked about it last night with joe southampton obviously um losing tuesday night live on sky at bristol city and not a great game to bounce back with is it west brom at home and you're going for a i mean none of us have, have got hope for southampton it's kind of if you want anyone to try and deal with southampton it's carlos corberan isn't it
1: yeah He'll probably shut them down, won't he, and stop them playing out. And yeah, it's an incredibly, it's probably, aside from Leicester or or Leeds away, it's it's probably the hardest game to go to, isn't it, in the league? And it's not what you want coming off an unexpected defeat in midweek against Bristol City. So I have gone for the draw. I think they might get a point out of it. Uh, But you and, uh, is it Chris again from Telegram? It is Chris. Chris. You and Chris both confident that West Brom are going to do us a massive favour. And that would be huge, you know, if, if we can win and they and they drop even more points the second week on the bounce, that would be absolutely massive.
0: Yeah, I mean, if they win, though, a big statement, isn't it? Big statement, so... It is, but West Brom are so good at the Hawthorns, aren't they? And Corcoran they is excellent against these
1: kind of high pressing. they got a point at Leeds there in the season. Also, he did a number on us to beat us there and, and draw at the weekend. So he knows what he's doing against these kind of, you know, these kind of patient build-up attacking sides. So more of the same, please, Carlos.
0: Yeah, and of, and bounce back we well, don't bounce back from the draw with us. Beat kind of two 0 midweek as well, didn't they? Plymouth Leeds, uh, we're not expecting anything apart from Chris yeah. who's who's going for a two or draw. You can't see past Leeds against anyone at the moment, well, can you? That
1: said in the FA Cup game it was one one at ninety minutes, wasn't it? Really? So it, not in the not I don't know what's I don't know made, I, I'm assuming Leeds made loads of changes. Um but but in the not too distant past, they have got a history of drawing at ninety minutes, so more of the same, please. Uh, who's the, I can't think who the manager is now. Of, it's the guy from Stephen Gerrard's club, isn't it? But I don't know what he's called. So yeah, more of the same, please, Plymouth.
0: Yes. I've. I, there's a few managers I couldn't tell you who they who's are. Who's he
1: called? Yeah, I can't think what he's called.
0: Um, okay. Put it in the
1: chat. Stephen yeah, Gerrard's yeah. ex-assistant manager from... Um, he's the from Plymouth Italia manager. Arabia. So I asked... Who invented the skip?
0: Bobby <laughs> Moore. I don't know. <laughs> let's get back to it uh, any other games that uh, M- Mogger Derby uh, Birmingham I'm kind of thinking that Mogger might get some revenge there you're going for a one all Sunderland just can't I've made a mistake going.
1: there I've yeah I I put that in Birmingham win I must have entered the oh, wrong thing oh yeah that's, that's my fault it is one all
0: is written as one-all. But I think he's
1: only one, isn't he only one one in ten or something there so Ew. I'd like Mogger to beat them have a wry smile
0: yeah, Hull, Huddersfield, interesting Yorkshire derby situation. We're not expecting. Well, look at Chris has gone. Kind of, he's I think gone he's big said, with the scoreline. The mob happy. I think he wrote yeah. in Telegram. He's gone for a four-one Hull win. Um, we're not expecting any uh, joy for Middlesbrough, or Leicester, Norwich. Uh, um, piss off Norwich <laughs> it's getting annoying now isn't it? although Jonathan Rose
1: out isn't he for a couple of months is he he might, be, he might be out for the seat yeah I think so isn't he okay. out for nearly the, nearly the seat? but the sergeant's back isn't he? And sergeant it and when sergeant plays they've got a really good record so yeah mm-hmm. annoying
0: Let's go on to us and you and I going for two goal deficit victories. You're going for the clean sheet, I'm going for the conceded. And look at Chris Rand, one four (laughs) that we want. Show me your working behind Ipswich, who's onesie nil or. Swansea. The
1: logic was they don't score many at home, they don't shoot that often at home, and they're not many on target, so they are a side that struggles for goals at the Swansea.com stadium. That's why I think we might keep a second successive clean sheet. Now Burgess is back in the side, and I think yeah, a couple of goals, hopefully by half time. Bit of game management in the second half, give the likes of Al Hamadi off the bench, and you know the the squad players a bit of a run out, and uh, and yeah, a job well done. Get back over the border with three
0: points in our pockets. How much does it cost to get over the border these days? Do you know? Do they make it free? Do they? Because it was like five or something, wasn't it? Are you basing that on Gavin and Stacey? A little bit, yeah. yeah I'm trying I to figure out the services were. as well. I thought you were here. Yeah, yeah. yeah I just, I've, I'm up for a jam, Darnie Hash as well. After this as well, let's see what folk in the chat have to say. If Chris, if you're around and want to give your working for one four, I'm going to go for a Cameron Burgess goal from a corner. By the way, I've got Bolton away like, like, in bl- my brain. Yeah, yeah, that'd be brilliant. Yeah, okay. they, yeah. When the fun stops, stop, folks. Uh, but yeah, I,
1: I I've. Do you this, think we will concede?
0: I think so. I just, yeah. Uh, Burgess does make a big difference, but we we do have this weird knack of conceding crap goals, don't we? So that's all I'm thinking about there. Keep uh, him more to keep his run going. That'd be good, wouldn't it? Yeah. Mm. He seems to like playing in the orange shirt, which I assume we'll be wearing. So. Yeah, why not? Um Kiefer Moore scoring in Wales would be good, wouldn't it? Let's see what the folk at the chat I have to say Connivor Nations go for another four um, nil. Blimey Swansea, not a happy home life if that if two four nils on this on the trot. Uh, Nick's matching your two nil. Uh, eric's going two all more conservative there from you eric romeo's matching me though one three uh paul going for a four nil uh michael three nil win own goal penalty and deflected goal blimey a bit of a very shout specific game. i like
1: that yeah, yeah
0: thanks um <laughs> rando one two three trying to outcompete his uncle i think they're naught five but we love the confidence as well paul going for a two nil broadhead brace um there are worse shirts you can wear. It's a reference
1: model. to my T-shirt, I assume, that you made up for me.
0: Okay, yeah, sorry, I'm not looking at the timestamps. Uh, Rob going for a 1-3 as well. More Broadhead. al Hamadi scoring off the bench again. Yeah, very similar to last night. Um, Romeo, I think so. And Leeds will drop points this weekend. We'll clip that for the podcast. Um, Steve, it'll be an open game with goals, which Town will win by one goal, presumably not 1-0. Is it kind of, yeah... Um, yeah and there's um ian foster thank you very much dr foster says eric uh yeah um michael brown i'm not the michael brown i assume in the fa cup match between leeds and plymouth leeds had somerville roots at bamford on the bench crazy bamford on the bench so yeah a little bit of rotation there so um yeah um Andreas is the Telegram contributor, Chris, expecting another (laughs) 1963 Boxing Day. That's that famous day in uh, your household, Andreas. I couldn't tell you what happened. I assume we won one four on... You very rarely see it mentioned anywhere. No, it's it's surprising that, yeah, it doesn't come up. Um, But Neil's going for a four-one as well. So there you go. Uh, Lovely stuff. Uh, Andreas is going himself going for a two-nil. Chris, I think we'll lose concentration. Here we go. Here's the working. I think we'll lose concentration for a moment. But if we can score four at Millwall, we can score four at Swansea, he says. Mullet's going six, uh, confident as always, Neil uh, going for a 2-0, 3-0 from Reading Tractor. Um, Ian Wallace, who, he is is travelling across the country, supporting ITFC women, uh, doing sterling work as well, driving the the coach of noisy away fans, he says the bridge is now free. So there you go, some citizens advice while we're here as well. Jason uh, Alhamadi-Katrick, 5-2 town win. And yeah, there you go. And yeah, good. Happy with that, Seb?
1: I think so. I mean, I'm sure I'll lose the overall future, but
0: no, we'll be back next week to see Can we do this on?
1: next season. Can we, can we end it and do something different? Two years on the bounce is too much. Surely.
0: Well, we could do, we could bring back whatever we could end it. Right now, if you wanted to, Seb, are you happy to forfeit the rest of the season? Well, not, no, no. We, you, you can't make rule changes mid-season. It's like oh, the, okay. like right.
1: VAR and 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 kind of football league rules. Because so I will, we'll have a chat in the summer. But I think two years on the bounce of me being battered on a uh, on a Thursday evening is uh, is taking its toll. So I think we should bring back Room One Hundred One.
0: Okay, well, we'll put it to the comments and the chat. Let us know, or if there's another feature that you'd like as well. Um, but Seb's obviously I can understand that you know there's a point where you're so patronizing you're so patronizing (laughs) maybe just get better at it that's the thought as well maybe do some practice in the summer We'll, we'll be back next week to see how Seb's got on everyone Go on good buddy. You're you're trying your best. I you know, we love you here in Blue Monday. You're, you're trying your hardest. You can do it. Good. Such, right. Such a <laughs> I think it's my turn to say goodbye, isn't it? So we'll
1: um Yeah, we're undefeated. we we drew against West Bromwell. We won against Millwall. So yeah, the baton stays with you until, well, until the end of the season because we won't lose again now. So you can take us into the Of course,
0: year. yeah, we meet every week. Oh, do you want to do the plugs then?
1: Uh, I will do. Let me get the scripts so I can remember what they tra- are. Yeah, Yeah, so obviously, like we said, in partnership with the Greyhound this show, so please make sure you get down there. If you're on the weekend at a loose end, swing by for a pint, and if not, make sure you go there before Rotherham uh, pre-match and Birmingham pre-match next week. Check out the merch store, check out Telegram, make sure you tune into the flagship show on Sunday with the Holy Trinity, the three wise men of Ben, Dave, and Joe, and then come and join the slightly two less wise men with me and Mikey after the Rotherham show for instant reaction next Tuesday night. Please leave us a review on YouTube or podcast, podcast or out of choice yep. that's the one and make sure you give us a thumbs up and i think i've done them all now i think that's about it um and thank you guys everyone for getting involved in the chat giving us your predictions etc hopefully another three points on the weekend and my friend it's your turn to take us out in your
0: best welsh in my best Welsh, yeah. I, I, no, I'm not going to go there. Uh, thank you, everyone, for for sticking around to the end. Lots of lovely comments. Thank you, everyone, for getting involved. We see you on Facebook as well. Three, um, Seven thumbs up from Shane. One Joe Fairs is out there as well. Scott, Steve, you, and Adam and Elliot, thank you for watching on Facebook. Do give us a thumbs up before you leave here on YouTube as well as Seb has said. Uh, NordVPN, link in the description. And look out for our socials for the ticket giveaway uh, for the Rotherham match as well. A couple of tickets in the West stand. So get involved in that too. And as always on this show, come on you blues!